Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. If you've got a personal auto insurance question, you could talk to a cab driver, although the policies he recommends might include avoiding the interstate, beating traffic by taking the back roads, and only making left turns when absolutely necessary. Or you could talk to your local GEICO agent, whose policy is to use their expertise to navigate your insurance, finding the best route to help you save money on insurance for your home, car, and more. And as an added bonus, you'll be able to avoid traffic jams and potholes entirely. To find a GEICO agent near you, visit geico.com local. Warning. Warning. This show contains mature content. Listener discretion is advised. Are you ready to get your mind blown? One angry New York City Puerto Rican decided to start a radio show. Determined to piss the world off by shoving a mirror in front of society's face. He kicked them in the balls. What are you? Who are you? This is the Crotch Shot Radio Show. This is not a test. This is a broadcast transmission. We're going to stay on the air. And now, and now, the weeping, the weeping. Crash Art Radio Show, where we kick the issues in the balls. We are on an active war against bullshit. We would do anything and everything to expose bullshit. The ends sometimes justify the memes. So if you're angry and want the truth exposed, then strap in and prepare to be shocked. This is Smash Mouth Talk. If you can't accept that, then fuck off. I'm your host, Louis B. I takes no bullshit from nobody. I actually expose the bullshit of society and chop it up into easy to digest chunks for you. Today won't be any different. Today, I am joined with uh, a very frequent guest, one of the mo- the, my most favorite people to have around, um, a very knowledgeable person, um, and uh, I, I have him here to piss some people off who I've uh, personally invited to call in. Hopefully, they have the balls to call in. Uh, I, of course, tagged Antifa into, uh, into coming on and calling. I gave him the show number, which is 347-927-6824. That number, again, is 347-927-6824. Uh, yeah, man. So, just uh, hopefully we get some calls. 
get some of these callie calls, see what happens. But um, actually, before I get started, uh, Gabe, do you want to listen to a prank call I recently got? Sure, why not? That's the way to start the show. Yeah, it's a. Let's, <laughs> why not? Yeah, why not? Okay, we're here. I get hate mail, and I love getting hate mail. So if you guys want to leave me hate mail, the, the number is 347-927-6824. You could go ahead, call me anonymously if you if you don't got the balls. Uh, or use your grandma's number, you know, whatever. All right, here you go. And why the fuck is it not playing? You gotta get the hate train rolling. Okay, hold on. Let me, let's try this. Better than what I do, so I don't. Who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you judging? This bitch wow. sucks. But here, there's more. And fucking always having a loud mouth, there, Louie. Hey, just be a nice guy, meet a nice lady, you know. And settle down. You gonna find yourself a little missus, you know? We, we become just like a family, man. Why you always gotta have a mouth? Well, it's got to be a center of attention. I understand. Seriously, do I put out, like, dad energy or something? Because that's not the first time someone, like, why don't you become a family man? Like, I got a family. They're called the Proud Boys. They're my brothers, all right? Damn. (laughs) This this call is hilarious. Yeah. This is like... I mean, really? (laughs) You could probably do a whole video like breakdown, like sentence for 
or word for word, just how funny this is. <laughs> yeah. If you really want to go analyze the person sending it to you. Yeah, I there mean, might be some underlying issues there for them. Oh well, they they were examining. Well, I'll 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 talk about it uh, after, but there's three minutes left to this shit here. Oh, two minutes. Three. You just want someone to love you, but when you've got a mouthy mouth and you're abrasive and you're telling these insensitive type of jokes, really, you offended people, you know, and. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. That. I mean, what's oh, the point, Ruin and someone's day makes you laugh? I mean, it seems funny at first, but come on, you're really just bothering people. <laughs> Apparently, I learned that if you tell offensive jokes, that you shouldn't be allowed to be funny. No, from this person, okay. because you know jokes aren't supposed to be offensive. Yeah, no, no, they're funny. Like, like I talked about, like, <laughs> I I was talking, I talked about Ari Shafir's joke last week, and I'm sorry. Okay, you you as a comedian, you have to attempt to make a joke. Sometimes your jokes don't land. I mean, I get the point Ari was trying to make. Like, stop deifying these fucking celebrities that have done dick for anybody. Like, okay, you learned how you know how to fucking throw a throw a bowl ball in a hole. Congrats, here's a billion dollars. Like, I uh, <laughs> like Kobe. Kobe did not improve my life. I don't care. Like, I don't care. Like, it's sad that he's dead. Yeah, but. I'm not going to work. I'm not going to fucking be painting murals like he's fucking Vishnu. <laughs> uh, so that person's funny. Yeah. I'm sure they'll call you more times in the future. Oh, this is not the but... first time she's called me, and I know who it is. Uh, her name is Danielle, Daniela Crandall. She, uh, she's a girl. She's a comedian? No. Um, she's a girl that I used to talk to. I met her online. And she lives, she lives like upstate New York. Um, I, oh, okay. Yeah, she she's kind of not right, all right upstairs. Um, yeah, I can tell. Yeah, she, she, <laughs> she, um, which she her, maybe she has multiple personality issues going on with just multiple voices. Oh, my goodness. So, either that or that's how she normally talks. I don't know. Well, she believes that she is an actual fallen angel. Okay. Yeah. And that, but you know, the thing, the thing that, that, but that wasn't what really turned me off. Cause I'm no stranger to sticking my dick in crazy, but, um, um, you know, it's the fact that she was like, Oh, I want a baby. Even though after she told me she has some like brain aneurysm thing that if she, that giving birth could kill her. I mean, like, this is what she told me. Yeah. She's like, Oh, if I give birth. I could die, but I'm like, then why the fuck are you so baby crazy? Like, uh, obviously, there's something going on upstairs. Uh, yeah, maybe there's multiple people up there. Maybe Donald Duck. I don't know. Yeah, you know, maybe uh, some grandmother. I can't really tell. 
that she could play with a few people there. It happens. Uh, you know, yeah. Apparently, Trump don't like you, though. According to this uh, very uh, spiritual soul. I don't need. I don't, I don't fucking need. <laughs> I don't. I don't fucking need Trump to like me. Well, she needs somebody to like her, clearly, because you know. Yeah, I mean, she don't she, understand. She, <laughs> yeah, I mean, she she's definitely my biggest fan. That's good. Maybe she'll call in more. She she needs to work on her material. Yeah, yeah. She's uh, shooting to be a comedian. She's gonna work on it a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I so really, hopefully yeah. she'll call in more. You know, it's always good to have a stalker here and there. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, I tell you though, these these people, these anti-Trump people, are just getting more and more deranged each passing every day. They, you know, each day that passes, they just get more deranged. And with the recent developments of what's been going on, Louie, I'm sure that they're going to be even more deranged than before. Oh, yeah. Yeah, between the uh, State of the Union address and the uh, recent uh, acquittal. First of all, let's get into... (laughs) That's going to be really interesting. Yeah, let's get into the State of the Union. Um, When Trump was basically talking... uh, The New York City National Anthem. They're Isn't going, that funny? Yeah, they're going... They're sad way. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah. Uh, like, I mean, when when Trump was going through all his accomplishments, all the accomplishments of the administration, I, I couldn't help but thinking, you know, all this time of them trying to impeach him, this whole year, uh, the whole 2019 trying to impeach him, trying to get him out of the office... They could have been a part of this change and actually been heroes along with Trump with helping the American people. But no, no, for some crazy ass reason, they want to screw over Trump. And you and when me and you were talking last night, even you made the the the, the observation that he's talking about the working cl- helping the working class, helping colored people and these motherfuckers was stayed seated. Yeah. I mean, I just, just an observation noticed. I mean, you know, it's really funny too. They, they're all, they're, they're so obsessed with hating on Trump for like, you know, he, Trump, he gave speeches. He outlined the points, his bullet points on things that he accomplished. Now, whether or not he actually accomplished any of these things, you can go research, see if it's true or not, you know, fact check or whatever. But regardless of whether that's the case or not, whenever it came to any of these issues, I know it's particularly working class uh, related stuff or, you know, the improvement of the lives of minorities for the most part, with the exception of a few instances, these people would not get up or even clap. They didn't even show any, like, uh, you know, happiness that, hey, the lives of the American people are improving. They just, like, had this disdain and hatred. Yeah. And just, they were just upset that the lives of the American people were improving like and, and the funny thing is louie regardless of whether trump was president or not these people are all angry some of them have been there since the 1980s and what have they actually accomplished in you know, all this time that they were there compared to what trump has done in the last three to four years and i, I don't know it's kind of embarrassing that think that these people really haven't accomplished much of anything and trump has done more in like three four years than they have done their whole career that's pretty embarrassing, if you ask me. Just saying. 
but yeah, they just they just the sustained hatred of the working class is just so transparent with especially with Nancy Nancy Pelosi. Nasty Pelosi. Who's just sitting there. Like, She's getting so angry with these this look on her eyes and her face. I mean, it's incredible. Ooh. Yeah, it's fucking like I forgot. I keep. I maybe you know this. It was either a senator or a congressman. Is like all this year going after Trump. You guys could have been doing something for the American people. Well, that would have been the best thing the Democrats to the left could have done. Because let's think about it. Hmm. Instead of wasting all their time attacking what essentially is a reality TV show host, who knows a thing or two about showbiz and how to deal with comical uh, clowns, mm-hmm. which most of them are, they could have been out there, like, devising plans on how to, like, improve economic standards of living for, like, people in inner cities. They could have been helping the uh, rural working class in the Midwest. They could have been doing so much stuff in their local districts that they yeah. just don't appear to have, like, tried to do anything about. In fact, they, and they then, wouldn't have to do I much. I mean, they wonder... They wouldn't have to do much. Just what? pick up some fucking trash. Pick up some fucking. They tra- couldn't. They couldn't even clean up the trash on the ground. They can't. They couldn't. They can't. <laughs> I mean, it takes. It t- it I t- mean, the funny thing is, too. The, the, you know, speaking of trash. Yeah. Nancy Pelosi, I believe, is uh, San Francisco district. Uh, isn't she a politician up in that region? I, I know she's a house speaker, but yeah. I, I think her district is uh, around the San Francisco Bay Area. And what do you know? It's a. It's a for lack of a better term, it's a shithole. There's heroin needles everywhere. There's human feces everywhere. There's people living in tents to burn out of broken down cars up along the sidewalk. I mean, I saw this stuff personally myself when I went out to visit San Francisco back in 2014. Mm-hmm. I saw homeless tents. I, I, I mean, this is this stuff's real. So this is an area that she she's from. She got streets named after her in San Francisco. And, you know, you got pro-Trump people, they decide, you know, we're just going to clean this place up since nobody else wants to do it. And then you got Antifa on the far left. They show up. They, not only they protest screaming at these people for doing what they should have been doing the whole time. Yeah. But then they even physically assault, like, a drag queen-looking character. Not in drag at the moment, but apparently they must be a drag queen because they... Uh, was it uh yeah lady lady miss Ma- maga or something lady lady maga yeah lady maga and so i mean this is how crazy this is. these people are saying that doing community cleanup is racist and makes black brown people look bad how's that work um that doesn't make any sense to me it just sounds ludicrous and, and that sounds like crazy 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 <laughs> not just crazy but crazy crazy so they're pissed off about that. Nancy Pelosi, she basically, that's her like home turf, and she's obviously doing nothing to fix the situation. Trump is right in his speech to point out that there's a serious problem in California, because <laughs> there really is, not just with the, the garbage problem, but the literally illegal alien problem. Well, here, here's the thing. And just I, everything else. Here's the thing uh, that I found out. Um Nancy Pelosi possibly committed a crime by ripping up that speech. Oh, I'm sure she did, and she doesn't care. Like that, that's because a, she's yeah. probably committed so many crimes before that. You know, nobody's ever really called her out on it. Like here, here it is. And you know, uh, here it is. Uh, Pelosi. Um, oh wait, 
Pelosi may have just committed a crime, a violation of 18 U.S. Code um, 2071, Section 2071A, when she ripped up the President's Trump's State of the Union address. Kirk Ocho, um, so, oh wait, uh, did Nancy Pelosi break the law by ripping up the President's State of the Union address? I mean, and that could mean that she could get kicked out. She could be impeached. <laughs> well, I think they already tried to put an HR bill in for her impeachment, ironically. I, obviously, I don't know the details behind what the justification would be, but I, I got to say, it's probably far more legitimate than anything they tried to push on Trump. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, as far as his inauguration speech last night, I mean, I was out I was out last night. I was at one of the local bars here. Right. You know, ran to some people. I mean, they're not all overly uh, political. Some of them don't even care about politics. Some of them kind of like Trump, but they just don't like the way he speaks because he's a little bit too, uh, you know, hardcore at times. And they just they think that he should be a little bit more civil. But I got to say, these people watched the speech last night. They were impressed. Uh, a guy that I know who voted for Trump just for the comedy aspect. He doesn't even really care about Trump. He just loves the fact that Trump is the most comedic president we would ever have. And he's making all these psycho leftist lunatics. He said that was the best uh, State of the Union uh, speech he ever heard in his life. And he's like a little bit younger than me. But he, he was like very empowered by it. And everybody else also thought it was a very good speech. Nobody, even people weren't really, you know, pro-Trump. They didn't have anything bad to say about it. A lot of the things he said made a lot of sense to people. The only people that seem to have a problem with speech are people that live in a bubble of the, you know, the ultra-far-left progressive circles. And they essentially, uh, they, they don't understand that people are more concerned about the real world rather than the theoretical ones these people live in. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, first, I want to give a big shout out to um, uh, uh, the t- the Tuskegee Airmen. I forgot his name. I can't believe I forgot his name. McGee. Yeah. Oh, yes, Mr. Brig- McGee, Big Brigadier General McGee. Um, for honestly, he's a hundred years old, and he still looks like he could kick someone's ass. Honestly, I didn't know from the way he looked. I I wouldn't even know he was hundred years old. I mean, I couldn't tell. Looked like he was six. Yeah. That's that's how good the condition the man looked. I mean, he looked fantastic. Yeah, he looked like he could. So he looked like he could get up in a. Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested thirteen billion dollars in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down one point seven billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. And now it's Geico's Motorcycle Rules of the Road. Before you ride, make sure your mirrors are clean and adjusted properly. And if you're going on a group ride, make sure the lead biker knows where they're going. Uh, Ed, quick question. Where are you taking us? Oh, I have no idea. What, am I the leader? <laughs> because I was uh, following that dude with the red helmet. Where, Where is he? And the rule to saving on motorcycle insurance is, in 15 minutes, Geico could save you 15% or more. 
fucking plane right now and shoot some fucking uh, some commie bastards. Yeah, yes, and I to, did no mean, doubt. and I do mean commie I'm bastards. Sure, and I'm sure he would. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, I'm glad that Trump uh, recognized him and uh, also introduced him to all of us who were not aware of his, this man's exploits. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm grateful for now knowing about it. And I mean, think about it, it was a Tuskegee uh, Airman. I mean, it's like, I know that was a big topic a long time ago for a lot of people, and, you know, that was brought up. I, I got to say, Trump, uh, he commemorated a lot of people, and not just white people. I mean, there are a lot of non-white people that he brought to the stage. And I look at the little girl who's uh, going to now be able to go to school. Yeah. You know, she looked like she was a bright girl who had a bright future, and she just needed a boost. And, you know, I hope that she's somebody who can help people. Mm-hmm. In the future, and you know, we shouldn't like let people who have potential of great education go to waste. That's what America's supposed to be about. We're supposed to help bring it out our best into light. And you know, he did that. And I gotta say, uh, I don't think Nancy Pelosi really cared for this person. No, I don't even think she stood up. I could be wrong. Well, no, she, she barely stood for. Actually, the only time I saw her stand up in the beginning when she refused to stand up or clap for anything, Trump. I had to say was when the uh, when somebody of uh, color, I say, put it, was commemorated. I guess she had to, you know, she had to regain the black vote, so to speak, by showing that she cares so much about black people. Mm-hmm. It was like the first thing, the only thing at the time she was really clapping for. But she barely even got it for the kids. There was a moment when Trump was talking about how he took out the Iranian uh, military head, and. Nancy Pelosi wouldn't even stand up. She started clapping while sitting, but she wouldn't even get up. Yeah. But because that's how, like, distraught and angry she was, that she couldn't even, like, keep her composure to, like, stand up and even clap. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Trump uh, gave a lot of praise to a lot of people that, quite frankly, probably deserved it and appeared to have deserved it. And they just, the Democrats just hated every bit about it. It's amazing. <laughs> but I'll tell you, the looks on her face were just incredible. Oh, yeah. Her eyes. Yeah, I mean, she... Her, her she, mouth. It, she it, looked it, like she was reading stuff dude, it, from it, the it, piece of paper. Yeah, in, in a year, in the in, like the past year, she, that smugness is gone. Remember when that he, she did that, like, that little, that little fucking clap, that disrespectful clap the way she did it? Yeah. Like, oh, no, no, no. Oh, you want to you shake my hand? Trump was like, no, fuck you. Like, well, that's just it. I know that some people on the left are going to be like, well, he didn't shake her hand, so that's why she was upset. And you know what? Maybe that's true. Maybe he should have shook her hand, but you know what? No. If you were yeah. somebody and the person that you're standing next to literally is trying to destroy you. I'm not just talking like you know, just talking crap, like literally doing everything in their power to destroy you as a person, have you impeached on criminal charges, would you honestly want to shake that person's hand? Hell no. Like, I mean, exactly. Here's, no, here's I mean, thing. violence has been enacted against people by Antifa. People have been destroyed. It's absolutely out of control. Well, the thing that's so, why would me. anybody want to, like, shake this woman's hand? And even if he did shake her hand, 
to do the quote-unquote right thing, politically correct style, would she have still done what she did? And I think the answer is yes. Yeah. I think she still would have freaked out. She still would have ripped his speech. And it still would have been a shit show, yeah. as the words go. I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So. Uh, this is one of the arguments is like, be the bigger man, be the bigger man. And it's like, no, there comes a time when... We need. We can't be the bigger people anymore. It's like if you're going to constantly attack, 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 attack. We're. It comes to a point where you have to stop people from constantly attacking you and fucking gut check them so they can stop attacking. Trump is like, yo, you know what? It's twenty. And honestly, this is a feeling that I personally have. It's twenty twenty. I am not with the shits anymore. This is why. Yeah, first blood has been drawn hundreds of times over by these people. Yeah. They have commanded armies and legions of people to go out in the street and act violent, vicious behavior against people who wear MAGA hats. And you know Trump knows this. Everyone knows this. The yeah. violence has been there. There's the, these people are not showing any quarter to any of us. And they're not being cordial or respectful. They're being vicious, beyond rude, and violent. And the... She, I, I am positive she still would have acted the way she did, regardless of whether he shook her hand or not, because that's the person that she is, and she, she seems like a spoiled brat mm-hmm. who got, you know, coming from her ivory little castle in San Francisco or the hell she's from, and I mean, just look at the way that people live in her district compared to how she lives. She, she has no, she is not humble. And Trump, I don't care what anyone says. Maybe I'm a little, uh, you know, whatever you want to call me. But the point is, I don't think he should have shook her hand either. And I'm glad he did. I'm glad he stood his ground strong. I'm glad he gave a tremendously powerful speech. And I'm glad he didn't even bring up the uh, impeachment stuff. And he just moved forward with a plan for the future, which is absolutely nothing. These people have done nothing to move forward with a plan for anything. But destruction, negativity, chaos, and despair. And he did the absolute opposite, and that's why he won this challenge. Yeah. And what did the media do today? They wanted to attack him. Yeah. They went and talked about Pelosi all day. <laughs> I got to hand it to them. Even if, like, Trump had inaccuracies in the speech, barely that was even touched upon. Anyone did. Nobody's looking at it because nobody cares. At the end of the day, most regular average people, they looked at that. They liked everything they heard in that speech, or they liked a good chunk of it because it relates to them, even if it doesn't relate to these lunatics. These lunatics don't relate to the people, and they don't see that because how could they when they don't deal with the same issues the people deal with? So, yeah, I'd say it was a tremendous victory for Trump. I'm sure his approval rating is going to go up, and, uh, his uh, stakes at being second-term president have also gone up as well. Yeah. So I mean, the thing is, the whole the cognitive dissonance. I, I mean, I know I'm reiterating this point. All this money, all this time they wasted. They could have actually done something good for the people. They've actually could have. They could have worked with the president. The president would have worked with them and actually tried to. He tried to work with them. He actually reached out to the Democrats on multiple occasions for multiple issues. Yeah, and they have done nothing to work with him. In fact, they made it clear they want to oppose him at every turn. 
And they even bragged about it at one point a couple years ago, if I remember correctly. I forget the who did that. It wouldn't be shocking if it was like a Pelosi or somebody like her. But the point is, they all had ample opportunity, and they chose not to. And I guess he wasn't present last night with the squad. Yeah, you know, we're talking about the squad, too. Yeah. I mean, the squad was just disgracefully pathetic. Uh, what was her name? Uh, Omar? Or, you know, whatever her name is. Well, Rashida, you know, Somali. Rashida Talib or Ilhan Omar? One of them. I can't even remember anymore because they're all ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But she's like, just looks like she, the one person part of that squad was looked like a completely immature. They're incapable of even like paying attention to a speech. They're just acting like a child. Yeah. And, and the question's raised, like, why are you here? You're supposed to represent people as a representative of the best. And so, you're representing the worst qualities of your district. So I guess, I guess. As somebody guess, who claims to represent people. I guess we didn't impeach that motherfucker. <laughs> nope. Whoops. No, we didn't. And you know what? Like I said, the squad, they look pathetic. Mm-hmm. They just looked like immature, spoiled children, part of an elitist class. That's the way they act. And it's just, they, they all, they all revealed themselves to the American people who they really are, what they're really about, what they really care about. And clearly the answer is they don't really care about the people. They care about everything but the people. And that is clear as day. And that was a victory for Trump. It was a victory for his supporters. It was a victory for anybody who got to see what, how things really are with their eyes. Cause now they know the truth. And I mean, just look at uh, today with, uh, you know, as you were saying, the uh, you, the whole impeachment effort has basically been acquitted on the two counts. Whoops. I mean, we knew that was common, too, because they had nothing on it. They didn't have any statutory crimes that they could actually impeach him on or charge him with. So, He's the only president that's been impeached that never happened, where they never used that. So in, in your in your opinion, how many how many uh elections are now going to be lost to uh and, and regained by the uh Republicans because of this? Well that's uh well I think this uh election's definitely going to Trump. Yeah. Just because you I mean I I gotta say this. C SPAN uh uh coverage, they had callers who were claiming to be lifelong Democrats, they're done with the party. After what Nancy Pelosi did, ripping up the uh, speech, they're done with the party. They're leaving. So he, she just lost them a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, moderates are just, they're, they're, they're fleeing because they have no place in the party. So they're, they're just going to leave too. They might become independents or Republicans. So uh, really, they, the party's divided. They're broken into three specific factions. You have the corporate Democrats, you have the uh, the far left wing, and then you have the moderates who are kind of homeless politically, mm-hmm. and they don't know where they're going to end up. So they they're, they're basically your swing voters. So you have this divide, especially with this election. So yeah, the election's completely going to Trump. Now, as far as twenty four, you know twenty twenty four, that all depends if the Republicans have their act together. Mm-hmm. If they have their act together. Then they'll probably win another presidential election. But if they become drunk on power and doing things that you and I would be very critical of, 
then they're not going to be able to survive either. And it's going to be very questionable about which party actually gains power in 2024. But as of right now, with this recent speech, Trump's got in the bag, the acquittal on the uh, impeachment proceedings. That's a victory for them as well. And the way the Democrats are behaving and acting, I mean, they're acting like children. They're incapable of having a rational dialogue. I mean, these people are freaking out about community cleanups, like we were saying earlier. They're beating people up at community cleanups and calling them racist for cleaning up inner cities. That's insane. How, like, I don't, but that's I what they're doing. I can't even, like, as a brown person, because most of these people are white, you're, you're like, this is, you're, 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 you're supposedly, if Antifa's listening now, uh, because I put out, I put out the tweet I, twice and they don't have the balls to call in. Um, of course not. Why would they? No, why would they have the balls to call on your show? They don't. No, you you can put you you can probably give them your home address. Not that I recommend it. Like they I, still wouldn't show. I even I even just invited anti fash Gordon to call in. <laughs> that guy's uh, that guy's gone dark because he's got a lot of issues going on in his life that uh, have come to surface recently. You know, like, with uh, uh, little children and stuff like that. But oh. that's a whole other subject. Yeah. But I mean, here's well, the thing. Yeah, they, no, they, the... they're supposedly fighting for me for the brown people, but it's like, yeah, um, I would welcome, like, I mean, you know, welcome people. Hey, you want to help us clean up? All right, cool. Yeah, let's remove some trash. Like, you know, how is this? How is this racist towards me? Like, how is this? No, that's just it. Yeah. These people won't go out and clean up the trash in the inner cities. They won't they pick don't. up the heroin needles and the, the human feces. But anybody who wants to do that, they'll scream, you're a racist for cleaning this up and makes brown people look bad. I mean, that just sounds insane, but that's what these people actually are saying in news articles. Like, I think even BuzzFeed or one of these publications, one of the publications had, like, a person publish that. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they these people had every opportunity to do these things. Now you got kind of, like, pro-Trump people going to do it for them because they don't want to do it, and then they get all angry that someone's doing the job they should have done. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And th- this is why these people are going to lose when it comes to the election, because they, they're so divided. They, they, it's either Bernie or bust, Yang or bust, or Biden or bust. They can't, they're so divided against each other in the different factions. And anybody who wants to rebuild things or do positive, they're just trying to tear you down. And they won't do it themselves. So, I mean, how do they, how can they come together to actually do anything on a united front to, like, actually improve people's lives? They can't. And they won't. Yeah, I mean... If They're I, just going to tear things down because yeah, that's me, all they have at this point, to tear things down. Yeah. Here, let me play this, qu- uh, this clip right here. Um, it's sure. called uh, San Francisco Freak Show Gets Freakier. Antifa thugs attack a volunteer trash cleanup. This is. As I sit down to record this video, there are still exactly zero results reported from Iowa. And even if they do come out shortly, nobody's going to believe them anyway. If you enjoy this sort of incompetent mismanagement, just mm. wait till they're in charge of your health care and your education and your finances and every other aspect of your life. But yeah, I'm sure those plans are foolproof. So instead, I will opt for another significant story that 
didn't receive much coverage this week. The streets of San Francisco somehow getting weirder in response to a genuine effort to make them cleaner. We're all familiar with the literal shit show that is an afternoon stroll down certain San Francisco sidewalks, and the city has tried every style of throwing money at it that they can. Come on, people, we'll pay for your needles. We'll give you free toilets at 30 bucks a flush. We'll spend a modest year's salary for every homeless person in the city. It's weird how the homeless problem keeps worsening as we spend ever more money. It's weird how our massive budgets somehow don't work and our people managing them get arrested on corruption charges. But hey, the solution is obvious. Surely an even more inflated bundle of taxpayer dollars next year will finally make a rug big enough to sweep the shit under. Maybe, just maybe, the solution is even more fundamental than that, though. Maybe the solution has less to do with cutting a check or cutting someone else's check, to be more precise, and more to do with actual community service, actually taking initiative, having pride in your community, and getting your hands dirty in an effort to clean up the place in a voluntary act of kindness. On second thought, make it dirty gloves though, not dirty hands. Do not go bare. On this cardboard, there appears to be human feces. You've got Jose Cuervo, you've got the saline bottles from kits that they give out, you've got hypodermic, uh, needles here uh, that looks like more human feces as well this is right next to a truck where people serve food that was political activist and do-it-yourself cleanup guy scott pressler teaming up with other prominent figures the san francisco republican party and community volunteers to clean up exactly that sort of mess around the city's library on saturday afternoon pressler has held similar events with success in los angeles Houston, Chicago, and Baltimore, although hilariously, his motives have been questioned by skeptical progressives. The Baltimore Sun editorial board says, we assume it was pure motives that led a Trump supporter to launch a cleanup effort in Elijah Cummings' district of Baltimore, right? It made for good photos and compelling videos and catchy Twitter hashtags, sure, but the effort was organized by pro-Trump people so call us skeptical. So I guess sitting around doing nothing with a pure mind and heart is much better than actually doing the work with a head full of wrong think. They picked up 12 tons of trash. With that kind of result, who cares if it was the actual SS cleaning up Baltimore mm -hmm. or San Francisco? With the state San Francisco is in, it probably will take a force with that level of discipline and cleanliness standards to finally finish the job anyway. The point is, we don't question the ideological purity of a person doing a good deed. We just appreciate the good deed, unless the ideology is somehow more important than any objective good. Seems to me it obviously shouldn't be, but I guess in San Francisco it obviously is. They're calling Scott Pressler a faggot. Oh, I'm sure. I don't doubt that one bit because if you're Antifa or you're the far left, you can call people faggots. Yeah. But if you're moderately right-leaning and you use that word, not in a derogatory sense, but there's context to the discussion, like what I'm doing right now, mm -hmm. you're a homophobic, bigoted person. Despite the fact they're actually using it in a derogatory, bigoted fashion towards other people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> back, back to the back to Incredible. the video. Yeah. I don't know. Go, 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 go. 
Yes, protesters showed up to heckle and disrupt and interfere with volunteers trying to make their community literally less shitty. And it wasn't just peaceful protesting either. Apparently, it is also virtuous to threaten and actually commit violence as long as your ideological perspective is pure. One of the cleanup... Like, honestly, okay, Antifa, here, let me, let me give you, let me speak to you guys directly. You want to stop us? How's about you do street cleanups? How's about you feed the homeless? If there's something, you know what? Be the change you want to see. Don't, ex- don't expect the daddy government or whoever you want in charge to fucking do this shit. You should lead, lead by fucking example. And if it works, muzzle tough. If it doesn't, then you know what? At least you tried, but you know it doesn't work. And we, we all learned the lesson. But instead of fucking trying to like, oh, you're racist because you're just doing it because you have ulterior motives. So fucking what if someone has ulterior motives? You know what? Give me, you know, if somebody gives me a million dollars just to look like that they're not racist, that's the type of racism I wouldn't mind. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it seems like these people have absolutely ulterior motives not to do anything. Like, honestly, because if they were going to do anything, they would have done it and they didn't do anything to clear up the community. It took a bunch of Trump supporters to do it for them because they didn't have any incentive or interest to do it to begin with. Somebody made them look bad. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. And they got upset. Yeah. So now they're crying that everyone's a racist. They want to clean up your community. I mean, that just should show you the level of uh, elitism these people have. That they would rather the conditions of homeless people be filled with feces and hypodermic needles than actually live in a clean environment. See, you don't see them going out there and doing that. You don't see them inviting these people to their homes. No, sir. They're keeping them out on the street in the worst conditions, like something out of, like, the Middle Ages or something. I don't even know. It's something in, like, Europe, when, like, literally people were living at the bottom of the, uh, the castles with, like, this sewage, like, out in the street. It's, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. But that's just, like, they want the subjects to live in that type of environment. It's really sick. Mm-hmm. And that's what these people are doing. And now they're upset that, you know, Scott Pressler went out and did something that they didn't have the cojones to do themselves. It's making him look bad. It, it wasn't. Maybe that wasn't his intention. Maybe it wasn't his intention to make him look bad. But either way, they make themselves look bad regardless by doing nothing but physically assaulting people who are doing the job that they, quite frankly, should be doing themselves. Yeah. You know, it's insane. It's absolutely out of control. But that's what they do. Yeah. And that's why they're losing. Yeah. If you hate it so much, 
Do something. You guys do something. Stop waiting for someone that's going to do it for you. It's not going to happen. Well, they, they expect you and us to be their slaves. You see, we're going to be the slave class of the, the new ruling class that they think they're going to be. You know, whether they say that's what they want or not, they sure act that way. Because you don't see them actually putting in the work to do this. You know, they just expect everyone else to just grovel at their feet and do it for them. But yeah, this is, this is, I, I, I mean, think about this. It's gotten to the point where literally cleaning up a community has incited people to become violent against those cleaning up the community who are volunteering their time to do that for free. So, what I mean, the fact that that can happen shows you that these people have deep mental illness and is seriously rooted in, in things that they don't understand. They need to learn what exactly is making them so crazy so that they can get some professional help. And as Trump is now acquitted, as he gave a speech, more and more, well, these people are going to become unhinged and psychotic, and they're going to gravitate towards potentially terroristic tactics. I don't care how hyperbolic some people think that might sound, but, I mean, really, what is the ultimate conclusion with these people? They, they made it clear they have no plan uh, to improve the lives of working-class people or just this country in general. They've proven nothing of the sort. They, they've... They hate everything Trump does, even if it's stuff they would agree with. They hate everybody that supports Trump. They hate people who even don't like Trump but aren't like psycho lunatics like they are. Um, everything that Trump's doing seems to be working. Everything they're doing doesn't seem to be working. So, I mean, wh what's the ultimate conclusion here? Where, where can they go from there? I think that terrorism is the only option to have. Yeah. Uh, either that or just quitting entirely. So, it's very difficult to say where are they going to go with this? But more and more, you're, I think you're going to see a lot more unhinged psycho lunatics that aren't going to be able to have stable conversations. I mean, I think they're going to become very dangerous in the coming months to years with the potential of Trump becoming uh, reelected. Hmm. You, you know? Yeah, and you know what? And I'm sorry. Well, why do I keep saying I'm sorry? But look, no, I'm I'm fucking tired of this, especially with the bullshit that happened at my job. I am tired of everyone thinking that they know politics, and I, you know, I debate people, and they know absolutely jack shit. They, they're like, oh, he said, grab him by the pussy. When you're rich and famous, women let you grab him by the pussy, and they're like. Oh, but he still shouldn't have said that. And men talk like that. Uh, he's, he, you know, this. He, they, a lot of these people don't know why they're angry. A lot of these people are upset they, about they things. Don't. They don't know why. They, they, they really don't because, I mean, you ask them, how, where, well, how has Trump hurt you? Oh, he hasn't. I don't, even, I don't fuck with him. Then what's the motherfucking problem? Why do you hate There him? isn't. And Why? they don't realize there's no problem. Yeah. The only problem that exists is the one they're creating for themselves at that moment. 
Like, and they could say the same about us. Oh, you're wearing a Trump hat. That could be dangerous. Oh, you're you're voting for Trump. That could be dangerous. Oh, you're you're saying you're expressing your views. That could be dangerous. Yeah. It's like dangerous to what? I mean, are you making a tyrant? Like, are you threatening me? Are you making threats? I mean that that's the this is the statement you often hear from people mm-hmm. who will try to like flip it on you to make it sound like you're doing something wrong when actually no you're act you are doing your American civic duty to ensure the survival of your nation which is you know everything that the Bill of Rights is about in this nation state um I mean we're not doing anything wrong we should be allowed to civilly have dialogue about our views, whether we agree or disagree on those views. Yeah. These people who, however, think this way, apparently think that there's something bad or dangerous about that. And that's kind of, that's warped thinking. But actually, they're the ones who should recognize what they're doing is actually dangerous to a free society with their lack of being able to have civil dialogue, with their lack of being able to do anything productive to find better alternatives. They're not doing any of that. This is why the party split. This is why Antifa are acting like irrational psychopaths. And this is why Donald Trump is going to continue to win. And this is why uh, Americans in general are going to see their lives improved. You know, the quality of their life will continue to improve as they try to go towards positive things. So... I mean, it's just getting, like, really crazy. And you're just seeing Antifa reveal themselves, like, all over. They're violent. You know, you see this far leftist, extremely violent. And, I mean, think about this, too. I mean, everything is coming out, what they're really about. I mean, we know know that they're everything they accuse others, Mm -hmm. even racist at times. Yes, even racist. Yeah, especially. I mean, you see I mean, examples of that yeah. all over the place. I mean, hell, I'm I sure got, you could come up with a few right here. I got examples, personal examples. The spick, I be, uh, you know, like, oh, you look Mexican. Uh, how can you go against your own people? Mexico is not my people. <laughs> I mean, I'm, they're like, oh, well, you're a race trader. You're a spick. You're a nigger. I'm like, yeah, how do you feel free enough to say that shit to me? Yeah, you'll be well, the, the thing one. is, what, what created the perception that they have a free pass to even refer to other human beings that way? Whereas if somebody who had a different ideological persuasion were to even voice language of the sort that they should be crucified for, but these people somehow are getting a free pass and they shouldn't be. That, that never made a whole fat lot of sense to me. Right. I'm sure it doesn't make any sense to you either. Or most people in general. But these people do this all the time as well. And I know you, you, based on what you tell me, I mean, it happens to you quite often here and there. Yeah. I've seen it in person. I saw uh, when I was at the uh, Straight Pride Rally, which is a tongue-in-cheek joke. Yeah. They, you know, mixed with, like, gay people and, like, straight people have a play. I saw anti- Parade protesters calling people faggots in the background. They said that they're calling the uh, the organizers faggots. Hmm. I've seen that on multiple, and, and, and I hate to say it, but 
the people doing this, they're black. They were black. And I just at the parade, but I also swore that on May Day. And I have video of this from uh, two years ago of a black individual calling another uh, person a faggot. So, I mean, that, apparently that for some reason that's acceptable language. And the language was, you know, very derogatory. But these people who are friendly with the left are given free passes to act this way and behave this way and talk that way. Yet, if you accidentally use that word, you're of a different political leaning, mm. well, you get crucified. Now, I'm obviously using that word, but there's context to it, but I'm sure they'll crucify me and be like, oh, Gabriel was on a radio show and he said faggot, so he's being homophobic. And he should be crucified for that. But I'm sure these people would be that mentally ill and actually call to do that. But that just goes to show you that they, they have a different standard of what they deem acceptable for certain people while unacceptable for others. And this is this selective uh, enforcement principle is it, it, it's going to get a lot of people in trouble in the long run because that can easily be turned on them too. But yeah, they do. Uh, oftentimes, they will do this. Just look at what happened in Philadelphia with the Antifa guys that attacked those Marines. I think they were Marines. Yeah, the Hispanic. Yeah. Uh, military guys. I when, when they pretty they pretty much referred to them as. Um, Pick white supremacists, yeah, Nazis, they, which is amazing to me that they would do that after accusing them of being Proud Boys, which they didn't even know what the Proud Boys were. They didn't even know there was a like rally going on. Yeah, they were just on vacation, <laughs> and they got beat up by these Antifa people and racially uh, discriminated against. Money, so money, that just goes to show you money. that they are no stranger to doing this. I, they, they've, they racially targeted blacks out west i think either seattle or portland mm. so there's a numerous occasions where this has happened it's not really new it's shocking this this is things that have happened on multiple occasions and i mean this is why i call them, uh, the white ones i call them left-wing white supremacists I have been using that term to describe them because they believe all the same things that white supremacists believe on the right, except they act like benevolent slave masters, where they think that non-whites are just too stupid to think for themselves, and it's their task to think for them, and that they can like parade them around like pet dogs, but the minute a dog gets out of line and starts thinking for itself, yeah, and they start being vicious and start calling you the things that they've told you, Louie, yeah. and treated you, Louie. And I, I, I think the example I'm providing here is a perfect one for the situation you actually live through. I, I don't know if you would agree or not, but I, I, I think I would, I'm pretty correct and accurate in what I'm saying here. Oh, no, I, I totally agree. I mean, you chose to vote for who you want, so you chose to think the way you want. Well, why all of a sudden does that warrant... Uh, your critics, the right to call you the N-word, whatever. Why does that warrant them the right to do that? Because you chose to do something that they think is alien to the person of your skin color, as if they know what your skin color type of person is supposed to do or think. 
they don't even look at you as an individual. They look at you as a collective group. The very same way that a racial supremacist would. Mm-hmm. I, that's just something I have to ask a question about because I just, it's just remarkable how similar these people are to the very groups of people they supposedly are combating against. I just had, you know, just just an observation I've been, you know, formulating with my interaction and my experiences and just reading what these people write and say in general. So, I don't know. I don't know if you would agree with that. I, I think you would. Oh, man, I, I don't know. At this point, it's just... I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just... It, it, it is clown world. It's clown world, and 2020, like, my my tolerance is gone. I can't... I will not put up... I'm not going to put up with this type of bullshit anymore. I'm not going to try to be the bigger person and be nice and try to be Mr. Courteous and smile. Like, no. No, because I posted this uh, video on TikTok, which a lot of Trump supporters are on TikTok. Um, I was like, look, if you, if somebody says fuck Trump and you ask them why or why do they hate Trump and, and their questions are, oh, come on, man, or the rolling of the eyes. And they're like, what, you don't read? <laughs> like, no, curse them the fuck out. Like because they're not gonna, they don't want to get it. They don't want to understand. I mean, I and oh goodness, I got into an argument with my one of my other god sisters. Um, you know, she she she's never got. She's like, hey, you're never gonna convince me otherwise. Trump's a racist. So what? He honored. Uh, you know, honored uh, color people that doesn't erase his xenophobia, and I'm like, or oh, the fact that he imprisons children in 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 camps. I'm like, they're not supposed to be here in the first place. No, I understand what you're saying. I mean, you know what's funny, Louis? You know, I don't think you have less tolerance now. I think you have more tolerance to the right type of groups of people. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. Yeah. Think about this. Mm-hmm. We, we are now in a culture war mm-hmm. where it's now divided amongst the culture of the totalitarian humanists and the culture of the liberty minded individualistic type people like us. And what you're learning about this is the people that subscribe to the ideas that we subscribe to, are across all boundaries of race, creed, sexuality, gender, whatever you want to call it. Right. And they're like drones. Their ideology has a very similar uh, expansion as well. But think about this. The, the attack, what happened in San Francisco with the cleanup, you had, was it Miss uh, Maga, who uh, I, I assume is a drag queen. Lady Maga. Was... Yeah, Lady Mag, that person's wearing Trump hat. They're supportive of Trump. They're supportive of, uh, you know, conservative Republicans, I guess. Mm-hmm. And they're getting physically assaulted in a hateful way by Antifa. And they're siding with somebody like that's on our side. You know, who and we constantly get in the media all the time is the people that think like us are white supremacists, they're white, they're racist, they're phobic, this and that. 
what I'm learning is, or what I've, what I've already really knew, but I'm seeing more of is people of backgrounds that the media have claimed can only exist in one direction racially and ideologically are transcending that. And they're, they're actually in our circles. We have a multitude of different groups of people in our circles who love liberty, even if they don't all agree with each other 100% on everything. But they are civil, they're capable, and I think tolerance in respect to the fact that you can have such an array of diversity of different groups of people in our circles has been strengthened because now you see more people of not-so-traditionally... Uh, involved backgrounds coming to stand with us there so to speak are people coming from the valleys they are gathered and ready for the fights it's been so many years so many tears we have lost once before now we'll settle the score with our rifles we're raw revolution oh sorry that's all right well like i said we got um i think we have actual authentic legitimate diversity of uh different types of groups of people coming together who love liberty and understand it means something different to them, but they're all weren't willing to work with each other. Mm-hmm. And Antifa, however, they seem to be drawing, and as far left seem to be drawing more of a. Uh, they seem to be the very thing that they accuse everyone else of being. They, of they act for white supremacists, and they have their little minions that they uh, keep on leashes and that don't know any better because they haven't learned that they can think alternatively and they don't have to follow these. Uh, these people, like in one of the videos I I have that I was working on when I was at the uh, Virginia gun rally, I was talking to this guy. Uh, I forget his name. He's a gay Trump supporter, pro Second Amendment, anti communist. He was a former Democrat. Then he joined the Republican Party in the nineties, and he said when he was a Democrat, they used to like basically tell him how what he was allowed to say and think. But once he joined the Republicans, he was pretty much allowed to you know he was allowed to have a free mind. So that's the what that's at least in his experience what he told me. Oh, but he's a token. Yeah. He's a token. Oh yeah, he's a token. Yeah, that's I like that. I like how they say that. Meanwhile, what what do these people on the left do? Yeah. They they've tokenized the entire race of different people. Okay. <laughs> and they've tokenized entire communities and have pretty much told them, Well, if you don't do what we say, we're gonna put you out the pasture. Yeah. And we're gonna we're gonna teach you we're gonna teach you your place. You know, they were, I love how these people they, they spew this language when they're actually doing the very thing to accuse the other people of doing. And I, I'm telling you, with this whole situation as this year progresses, mm-hmm. the mental illness levels on these people are gonna rise drastically. And I think our success for uh, accomplishments also gonna rise. Mm-hmm. And all we really, we don't have to be violent with them. We don't have to engage in war with them. All we have to do apparently is clean up communities and it makes them go insane. Oh, yeah. All we have to do is build things and help people and show real tolerance to I wonder, different I, groups of people. And I, they get angry and infuriated by it. Imagine if we created something where we actually feed the homeless, 
house the homeless and get the homeless give them jo- jobs jobs and clean let up. them build their own life yeah uh you know have them yeah clean up things clean, clean up things oh how pissed off would they be is like oh well you, you know we're doing so well by these people that they don't need government assistance they're actually truly we're setting people truly free by giving them a hand up not a hand out well, they, they've already proven they're furious about that to begin with. Oh, yeah. We know that's what they would do. They would be very upset if that were the case because it would take away all of their power to control these people in this uh, sadistic way that they do. And I'm telling you, I, more and more, I'm looking at this. We literally could go full Gandhi on these people. And it would just make them explode in and, rage. And I'm sorry, at this point, we got to go full Malcolm X. <laughs> well, you could do that too. I mean, or you, maybe you could have a hybrid of both. Yeah, I mean, it's like, okay, be the change you want to be, but motherfucker come for you, you have a fucking, you have some lead for their ass. You have a lead. Well, you see, them. we're we're not pacifists. We're, uh, we're what you call non-aggression principle people. You tread on us, and that's that's an act of war. But if you don't tread on us, we're not going to start a war with you. We're not looking for violence. But if you are, we have to end it. Yeah. Because clearly you won't. We will. And that's what I mean by Gandhi. We Honestly, we can do peaceful things. We can help improve the lives of people. In the most peaceful way, and by doing that, it somehow incites these people to want to be violent. For whatever reason, that's so sad. And it's it's like it's amazing that that can be done. We don't even need to be violent to these people. They they do all that for us, and then they they show who they truly are. Like it's like we're revealing who they really are. The vicious nature is in their souls. That they themselves may not even realize they have. It's amazing, Louie. Mm-hmm. Truly is. I think we got there. There are plenty. I mean, just looking at where everything's going, there's many solutions that we can work with. That you and I have discussed on many occasions. That I think are going to be very uh, positive and effective, more so than people realize. I think the power of our, the solutions that we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Are going to be a lot more effective than people, you know, naysayers try to say aren't, and we're going to prove them wrong. Yeah, I think we already are. I mean, just look at Nancy Pelosi; she has to rip up the speech. She's so angry, and Trump didn't do, didn't say anything if she, bad if she, other if, than things that affected her in a negative way, which she, is like her not doing her job. If Nancy Pelosi had a top hat, she would have punched it. Oh, hundred percent. Remember, rem- you know, you know that old trope. Yeah, like a, a top yeah. hat, and you just punch a hole. Like fuck, prom. <laughs> oh yeah. No, she was like I said. She was. She lost it. Mm-hmm. She totally lost it, and she she couldn't. I, the fact that she was angry about anything that Trump did is just telling of where, where she stands when it comes to this country and the people that live in it and what she cares about. And clearly the answer to that, all of those three things, is she doesn't care about any of those things. She doesn't care about the people in this country. She doesn't care about the country she lives in. She doesn't care about the well-being of this place. 
And that was so transparent beyond anything that I could ever explain to people. Mm-hmm. And the best part is millions of people swore that with their own eyes. Yeah. Millions. And they're going to continue to see more. All we got to do is just document it and expose it. If we do it peacefully, I'd rather do that. I pray we don't have a violent civil war. I don't want to see that happen because I know a lot of people will die. But these are things that we have to try our best to turn the tide of, as far as I'm concerned. It looks like Antifa has made zero effort tonight to even contact your show. They, from no, what I can tell, nothing, nothing, and I, I almost forgot that you even put that call out. That's how like crickets I, it is with yeah. them. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they don't wanna. They, I guess maybe they don't want to risk it. They don't. They don't want to risk being be having uh, us do our exorcism on them. No, no, they like their demons. Yeah. They, why they wear masks like honestly you know that speaking of speaking about demons there was that another bald-headed chick that looked like the daughter of nosferatu uh that was screaming at lady maga you you brought that up um yes why didn't they just do how they did to that other retarded girl they just surround her and, and start chanting usa you that calmed her down real good and they, like, she, 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 she well, the funny her. thing is, uh, Lady Maga dresses a lot better than the uh, the shaved head, like angry psycho leftist. Yeah, Nosferatu's daughter. Uh, it's amazing, and I, that's something else I noticed too. People on the right, no matter what they are, or the straight LGBT, generally look a lot better. Yeah, they have a lot more like positive elements in their soul. You know, sometimes you find people that aren't the best looking out there, you know, for whatever reason. But I just feel like the energy is a lot more, like, positive on the side that we generally stand with. And for them, it's just very, you know, negative and harsh. And I don't know. I just feel like it takes a physical toll on them. I'm just looking at this girl screaming with her shaved head. She literally looked like a, I dare say, a neo-Nazi skinhead. <laughs> Screaming at a, a drag queen. That is hilarious to say that. That I mean, literally, that's what the image looked like. I'm, obviously, it wasn't that, but I mean, it does look like that. Yeah, it's hilarious. I mean, you know, it was nighttime, so probably she had to go back to her crypt before the sun came. Cause, yeah. Not, well, she did look uh, extremely pale and white. She, yeah, she looked. No, she looked like she had to go drink some blood. Yeah, she actually did look. She looked like a vampire. Oops, hold on. Another screaming fit. Apparently, this. Is from, oh yeah. This is uh, glad to see people at Arizona State are having a normal, uh, a normal one. Uh, wait, Andy. Oh, here, Andy. No, a response. Oh, fuck me, and uh, freaking. Okay, hold on. This damn thing just updated before. Okay, hold on. Let me go to Andy. No, this just in from uh, from head office from Andy knows um, Twitter. Apparently, uh, in response to students for Trump table at Arizona State University, a man yells that all uh, that the president, Republicans, and and fascists should have their th- uh, throats slashed. So here, more. Here's the audio. 
Honestly, and I'm not just saying this because I, I, I'm talking big. It's because I've actually done this. I would have charged at him and chased him away. Well, you, you might have to. He sounds like a psychopath and needs to go yeah. somewhere else. That's safe I mean, for everybody. Yeah, it's like, you, you know, it's like really... Like, look. If Let me get this straight, Louie. Yeah. He said he wants to slash people's throats. Yeah, he wants to slash. They should have their throats slashed. Now, where was this that he made such um, extreme uh, declarations of you know, demanding things like that be done? What, what exactly was going on? Er- I don't know the context of the background. Er- here. Er- on the statue. Is it a cleanup? No, no. This was uh, the. Students for Trump at Arizona State University had a table, and apparently that this is a college be... student. Yep, the, the college university calling this slash people's throats. Yep. Wow. Hmm. I don't know if they're teaching these students at these universities, but if uh, slashing throat one hundred and one is a new class, then parents might want to seek alternative uh, <laughs> measures. For their children's future, other than sending them to these psycho classes that they're uh, apparently uh, pumping these kids out of. I mean, that, that just sounds like crazy. Yeah. How old was this kid walking? Was he like uh, 21? Like 18, 19, 20. Ah, jeez. <sighs> Impressionable minds. Yeah. Like they're so and like and the angriest ones I see are white kids. Like first of all, what are you so angry about, white person? I mean, I hate to sound like this guy, but white liberal kids, what do you, what have what struggle have you went through? You're well, not- Louis, that is their narrative that they are the privileged class, correct? Because yes. that's what they tell they try to convince me and you and everybody else. So if we're gonna go with their little uh narrative, their framework here, then clearly the question you're asking is a valid, legitimate one. Mm -hmm. That is assuming that they follow their rules, but we know they don't. So, uh, just obviously this kid's never uh, interacted with anyone alternative to his own thinking. Or maybe he has just because he's so irrational and violent, he just got his ass beat every other day for it. Because he always tries to start fights with people, and he fell actually succeeding in kicking ass back. I don't know, but that's not my problem. Yeah, this is these people are completely unhinged and crazy, and the evidence is. I mean, we could do a psychological study on this group of people. Yeah, and I, I think some interesting things would come to light. Like white girl, what? What? Like white dude. What are you so what what do you have to be angry about? Like honestly, I, I should be you're doing my job. You're taking you're taking my job. It's cultural appropriation, isn't that what they claim your culture's all yeah, about? Pretty much. It's yeah, a- they claim you're all a bunch of psycho violent brown people that you don't know any better. You can't you know, you don't know how to be civilized. 
And that's why they have to think for you. Yeah. Is that how it works? Yeah. I mean, oh, now that you brought this up, this is the racism of soft expectations. In fact, let me let me Google the definition here for everyone. You know, uh, if you guys don't know what the racism of soft. I could be wrong about. Okay. I call them left wing white supremacists, Louis. Because they do it. Oh, just that, as good I'm sorry. It's the as so, the traditional the batch so, of people. Um, the, so, uh, the soft racism of low expectations. My, my bad. It is um, basically this was in The Guardian. <laughs> it, um, okay. Let the minorities invite their crackpots over here as long as we get a few votes out of it. That's the new Labour's attitude. Uh, in, par- right. in Parliament yesterday, Tory MP Michael blah, 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 blah. Okay. Okay. Sorry. That, let me just... I'm not reading this whole fucking thing. I need a fucking definition. Oh, okay. Here it is. Gershon was unnecessarily diplomatic when he coined the phrase... Soft bigotry of low expectations. The phrase uh, assumes that those who apply lower expectations to the black community are somehow doing le- doing less damage than individuals who openly express their racism. So basically, people that believe that has my zipper been open this whole time? Holy shit! I've been walking around with an open zipper. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! All right, good thing, good thing, good thing it does. Okay, I just noticed it while I was sitting down. All right, <laughs> good thing I wear a long coat. Um, yeah. Um, so no, it's it's people that believe that we are not we we're not we're not able to work the internet. Uh, we which means we can't find that information on our own without anyone's help. We can't apply for IDs. That we're too stupid to get IDs. I'm able. I, not only was I able to get my ID, I was able. I was able to get two professional licenses on my own. Um, I, ex, I I I've installed Linux o, uh, over uh, Windows on my computer on many different occasions just by reading directions. I mean, it's, it's, well, yeah, I mean, it's, what do you expect? or the fact that, or, or I mean, the major one is like, because of my brown skin, I'm inherently a victim. That's and right. a pet dog, too, apparently, which goes back to the original point that I made earlier in the show about what left wing white supremacism is. It is the belief that they agree with everything that the right wing version of that says, which is you know, the traditional assumed thought, except they believe that they are benevolent slave masters who have to think for their non-white pets, thus you and others, because of the very reasons you just listed, where you can't get IDs, you don't know how to operate the internet, you're too stupid to do that, you're a cute dog to keep around, but you're just not smart or intelligent or bright enough to know how to do these other things. Mm. But they but they, they somehow feel for you people, because you, you're just 
had such good potential to be a dog. And that kind of lines up with everything I've been saying this whole time. I, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, no, I agree. In fact, here, here's another better definition from the Urban Dictionary. Not oh, that's ex- got to be really good, then. Yeah, not expecting disadvantaged people or minorities to meet the same standards of behavior or achievement for uh, achieve, uh, achievement set for most people. It's It's called soft bigotry because it is more subtle and subconscious form of prejudice. <laughs> you know what that kind of reminds me of? What? That Wayne's Brothers movie, uh, Don't Be a Menace in South Central While Drinking Juice. Yeah. I can't even remember the while whole drink, title because it's like 20,000 words. Yeah. Remember when he goes to apply for the job, he's like uh, drinking 40s and smoking blunts, yeah. I think was uh, what he put on his application. Yep. And they still gave him a job, even though the job was kind of ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That's literally like a prime example of uh, something like that in a weird way. Uh, you're not really intelligent enough to do it, but here, we're just going to give you a job because we have to fill quotas. We don't really think you're smart. We're just going to give you a job. Other, you know. I'm too low. Somebody <laughs> says I'm too low. Okay. I you're just, just stupid. Let me just raise my volume. Okay, there we go. Yeah, I had to raise my volume because apparently I'm too low, according to Donald J. Trump, who's listening in the chat room. The guy that hates you so much? No, no, no. <laughs> apparently, uh, I'm I'm a great... Yeah, so... Hey, I must have liked you enough to tell you about your volume. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, DJT, if you want to call in, the number is 347-927-6824. number again is 347-927-6824. If you want to call in and join the fun and have homosexual relations with one of us. <laughs> oh, man. I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, the soft uh, racism you're talking about is very real. Yeah. And like it's a, it, very it because, much from a group of people that you wouldn't expect to come from yeah. unless you actually interacted with those people long enough. Yeah, I mean, I'm not... Uh, like, which I'm not you and idiot. I have. <laughs> like, I'm not an idiot. I, I wake up I wake up for work. I know how to get to work on time. I know how to work many things, use things to my advantage. I know how to freaking... Uh, if I need to go to the city for anything, I know what to do or how to find information. I, I'll do the fucking legwork. I'm not an idiot. I don't need freaking... Treat like you're... 60 IQ fucking yeah. brain dead person here. I mean, yeah, come on. I don't, I don't need Massa to help me freaking uh, teach me how to fucking uh, uh, cash a check. Like, shut the fuck up. I got fucking direct deposit, you fucking bigots. I know. They, they, they don't think you're capable of doing those things. Because whatever. I don't know why they think that. Whether it was taught to them that, like... You live in a straw hut in New York City, or I don't know what it is they think yeah. that you like come from. That you're like so low grade, and, like incapable of doing anything for yourself. I don't know where that comes from. Other than it, it sounds like these people were taught like stuff you would have read about a hundred years ago when they were mm-hmm. like describing "quote unquote" savage people. I Ooga, mean, Ooga Booga. That's what it sounds like something Ooga, crazy like that. Ooga Booga, motherfucker. Ooga Booga. Wooga Boogie. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I don't yeah, have and that. And these, 
these people go accuse us of being the people who think that about you know not whites. Like honestly, I've been around the Proud Boys. I've been around other Republicans. I've never been called a spick. I've never been called a nigger while I'm in those groups. I, I've been called. I've been. I've never been called that so much by people who uh, consider themselves so fucking um, uh, uh, tolerant or so fucking. Uh, uh, ethnically uh, accepting of other people, the, you know, it, it's like it's like okay, the, it, it's kind of like in the movie where the the person that they call the bad guy is actually the good guy, right? Yeah. How's about we end it right here? Uh, I guess Antifa didn't have the balls to call into today's show. I've tweeted like crazy. Here's the number. Come on, good day. But um, I'd like to thank Gabriel Brown for coming on with me. Um, definitely check him out soon. He's going to be uh, posting up a lot of videos on to BitChute soon. So stay tuned for that. I will definitely give you guys the information. Uh, <clears throat> as always, from my house to your house, mahalo. Uh, that's the Dubai show, donk. Help the Crowd Shout Radio Show grow and thrive by doing something you already do. Shop on Amazon. Amazon always has great deals for whatever you are looking for. From survivalists and riot gear to beanie babies. Next time you're going to shop at Amazon, use my link. The prices stay the same, but I get credit for the sale. Just go to tinyurl.com slash B and just shop normally knowing that you're helping support the Crotch Shot Radio Show. That's tinyurl.com slash B. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride.